What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk, Episode 5. As always, I'm James Fairchild. I'm Jared Scott. And Aaron's not here, so I'm Joseph King. And when He's Aaron is here, here it's you're sad. still Joseph I miss him. King. It threw me off. The intros threw me off. We miss you, Aaron. We do miss you. He'll be back. He'll be back next week, for sure. Or we're recording tomorrow, so he'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, for uh, Locker Room Hype, if you're listening, uh, look forward to that. We're going to do our in-review of all 10 episodes of The Last Dance. Yes. Very so excited to bring that to you guys. So for stay sure. Tuned. For sure. So, uh, Jared, why don't you run us through what is our flavor of the week? Okay. Topic number one. Topic number one, we are going to start talking about uh, HBO Max. Uh, HBO Max is a new streaming platform that uh, comes out next Tuesday, the twenty seventh, the twenty seventh of May. Whenever that is. Yes, whenever that is, and uh, you know some of the great shows that's going to be coming uh, to HBO Max. One of the you know one of the best. I say 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 one of the best, but one of the most awarded sitcoms recently, The Big Bang Theory. You know, it's off air. That's oh, is be, that going there that's, too? That's one, right? Yeah, that's oh, one of okay, the, cool. the one of the shows that they're promoting as being a big draw in. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, uh, Friends is going to be on there, and then you know you get your plethora of your HBO content like uh, Sopranos, Game of Thrones. Uh, what are some other? There's a that um, uh, Band of Brothers, Band Entourage, of Brothers, Ballers, Silicon Silicon Valley. In my opinion, is an amazing and one of the most underrated and comedies. What was that new one that only? I think it went for only one season. About. Uh, the uh, the robots? No, the the nuclear fallout in a the Russian town Chernobyl 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 Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah, Chernobyl there, yeah. Yeah. Ah, there was a TV. There was another TV show. I thought it was just a continuation of that. But anyway, yeah. that's on there too. Oh, okay, yeah, so. and I'm sure that they they're keeping up with their regular HBO catalog as well. So whatever they put out on on HBO or HBO signature hbo east west that's all going to be on on this new hub right right how much is it going to be a month so that's the thing and if you sign up now there we got two spicy deals for you spicy Uh, the first one is if you sign up now you pre-order before it actually launches you get it for 11.99 a month um, which gives you access so like what they're doing is they're merging hbo now and uh HBO Go, it's all going to be into one thing now. It's going to be called HBO Max. Uh, $11.99 a month if you sign up early. Um, For one year, you get that, and then it goes up to $14.99 a month. But you were just telling me of a deal that AT&T has going on. Yes, and so it's actually, uh, you know, AT&T owns all, it's all owned by the same company. It's all Comcast, Warner Brothers, it's all the same group. Um, I have AT&T Fiber, and I have their one gig internet. Their 1,000 megabytes is what they call it. And then actually when HBO Max drops, because I have that service, I get it for free. Now, I don't know how long I get it for, but I get it for free. It's just added on. Which I think I may have that... 1000 gig service and so if i do for sure i'm gonna cancel the one i just signed up for. oh yeah i would definitely do it That's but awesome. you know uh one show that is not going to be on hbo max and it brings up our next topic fuller house or full house full house full yeah. house the full house is the new one <laughs> yeah she's, she's like, not she's not gonna be and <laughs> becky's not gonna be on that show either she's going to jail yes <laughs> so what's up with that jared uh so Lori, how do you say your last name laughlin 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 Lori Laughlin uh, was in Aunt the news. Uh, Aunt Becky was in the news for um, essentially bribing uh, school officials and illegally getting her daughter. She was into trying to get a, her daughter, know. and then the, well, Felicity Huffman's daughter. Yeah, that's right. I think they were best friends. Weren't there more them. celebrities involved? Yeah, as well? apparently, I think there's like twelve people that have been tried for this, and like they've already they've most of their court cases are done. Like I think Felicity so Huffman got charged Laughlin, a couple years ago is set to spend two months in prison, pay a $150,000 fine, do a thousand hours of community service and spend two years on supervised release just from 
trying to get her daughter into a prestigious university. And it was UCLA, wasn't it? I think it was UCLA. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. insane. And this is something that's not brand new. People, rich people try their hand at this quite often. Yeah. It just never gets publicly put out there. Which means they got caught, which means they're not that rich. No. That's, right. how, that's yeah, why I took that. They surely, didn't have that hush money. Yeah, yeah. Surely everybody, I mean, you know, nepotism happens. This isn't nepotism, but I'm sure this happens everywhere where yeah. people are able to grease some wheels and you never hear about them. It goes caught. unheard of Maybe most she of the called time. John Stamos to get her out of trouble. Get <laughs> Uncle Jesse to come bail her out with some of that Stamos money. It's just, the Stamos money. Yeah, it's, these powerful, rich that's People, the thing they, that sucks. Like, if I tried to bribe a college, like, you know, and had money and all that things, I'd probably get more than two years and only have to and have to pay more than hundred fifty thousand dollars. But it's like, how am I going to do that? I'm not rich. But like, even even two years. I mean, she it's a it's a white collar crime, and, she, and I think it's awesome. I that news just broke about four minutes before we started recording. Uh, we knew that she was going to plead guilty, but uh, that she's going to go to actual. Uh, as the movie Office yeah. Space would say, "Federal <laughs> pound me in the ass prison." Right, and she went. She went months saying that she was not guilty. Yeah, and she made some type of plea deal or whatever, and it's all been reversed. So she's she's going to face just two months, though. It's nothing serious, but at least there's a little bit of justice that's being, you know, served here, especially with the fine. Yeah, she's the not, fine more than anything. I mean, she's got money, but let's be honest, she's not an A-list yeah, no. celebrity. So she, she's, she's running out of that Aunt Becky money. <laughs> <laughs> that ran out in ninety what? She's, she's gonna be she's gonna be locked up. She's not gonna get to see the milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV. <laughs> Dude, she's still gonna be in some nice cell and be secluded from Probably. the general population. I can't imagine her being with uh, a more violent crowd in prison yeah. i can't imagine her going to anything other than a club med maybe she'll go to orange as a new black type of setup yeah find a new lover <laughs> you know you know she's a horrible celebrity but you know who's an awesome celebrity james joe rogan yes he is What's our up man with him? he is uh moving to spotify which is very cool um you know, they probably threw tons of money at him. And because it's going to be exclusive. He's not going to be on, because I listen to him on CastBox usually. Uh, but I right. think he's there taking him away from CastBox, from Stitcher. But my question is. Really? Because uh, yeah, I listen to him on iTunes. An, it's an exclusive. He's oh, going away from that. Wow. It's exclusively wow. to Spotify. And my thing is, is, I'm assuming the video is still going to be posted to YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I watch him mainly through YouTube. That's, uh, that's how and I usually I, I watch I subscribe it. to YouTube for premium. So I don't have to watch any of the ads, and oh, well done. Yes, it's worth it because that's oh that, yeah. I will watch it, all it kinds cuts, of podcasts, it, especially if you watch a Joe Rogan podcast that goes on for two hours. You get an ad like every ten minutes, and his stock is going to like skyrocket after this, sure. you know. And a hundred million dollars. I yeah. mean, that is a that is a massive amount of money, and it just kind of shows how much really. I mean, for a lot of people that don't normally listen to podcasts, just how big this is, just how big podcasting is, and his reach. He's got, he's got the number one loyal massive following between, for sure between, oh, easily. between any podcast and that's out there. he's going to a platform that is rise risen very quickly uh spotify is the number one i think music streaming and uh podcast service in america right now uh more people are li- going and listening getting all their uh music and podcasts from spotify than itunes right. so, and some other so Stitcher. starting september 1st is when the huge launch is going to happen. I would be interested if he's, if he's getting off. I mean, cause it says right here that he's, he's getting off all of their 
platforms. Oh, and yeah. so if he's getting off of, of YouTube, I know that was one thing that he complained about a lot with YouTube, the he frustration did, he, he had because of copyright. It. And they'll just, they were so anal about it. I, I just, I just, I think his viewer count on YouTube is higher than his listening, po- like the listeners on the actual yeah. podcast. Because you have the his main channel and then you have the JRE clips, which Jamie posts, uh, like it's little snippets mm-hmm. of like the, big important parts of interviews. So if you don't want to ha- or have the time to listen to the two hour long segments, you can go to look in like the 30 minute yeah. little clips. He's, he's absolutely, you know, the pinnacle of podcast but you know, would, media. In my opinion, he's the, he is the best interviewer of our interviewer of our generation. Maybe ever. He's able to get anybody he wants on his podcast. Like he's he's up insane. there with like, as far as uh, media and communications go, he's up there with like Larry King. In oh, my yeah. opinion, he's, he's huge. How I would Stern agree. Even. I would yeah. agree because everyone, nobody has a bad experience with him. He's just so honest. He's you know he always takes them out the night before, a couple of days before, and kind of walks them through. And just his his personality, mm-hmm. it's really easy. He's an engaging guy. Oh, he's super. He's a he's a jack of trades too. He does yeah, like yeah. everything. Yeah. He does. MMA, he doesn't claim to be a, an expert does. in any particular area. Maybe MMA most of all, but he's really just an average guy, just up there trying to acquire as much knowledge as he can from his guests. And he has amazing guests. One of my favorite quotes he's uh, Rogan said, he just said in a stand-up special, he said, uh, he's like, I'm not smart. I just remember smart. Uh, I just remember shit that smart people say. Right. And <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> like he's, he, he has, you know, and he's had some huge like celebrities and influential people of our time. Oh, yeah. uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. That was a recent one. Neil deGrasse one. Tyson. Um, Elon's been on it twice. The Dan uh, Brazilian, he uh, yeah, he was one of the, the most Brazilian. recent. Bilzerian. Bilzerian. Dan Bilzerian. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the dude that's just a gambler that chases yeah, tail yeah, and the poker player lives he's, lives basically the life yeah. we all wish we did. So, so he it just goes to show he he has a f- wide spectrum of who he actually has on the show. He can have anyone he wants, and I like watching when he has his MMA buddies come on. It's pretty neat. Is there anybody in particular y'all wish he would get on? Uh, no, but you know, you know, it kind of, it kind of is about that. We were talking about it earlier, his podcast and his, when he had on Tulsa Gabbard was great. Oh, yeah. And I was really excited because it happened last November. And I was like, okay, this is, this is good timing for her for good timing for her to get right. her name out and get everything. That's out. And it honestly, just, she got shut down. The Still. first, she's been on it three times. Oh, and, really? Uh, the first one she was on, it was when I found out about her. And that's when I became a fan. Like, if if she wouldn't have dropped out, that's definitely who would have got my vote yeah. was Tulsi Gabbard. And I got the majority of my info from her from Rogan. I mean, I went and looked up her Wikipedia and like searched what she her beliefs and her stances are. She's right there in the middle of the lane. Uh, she classifies probably more as a libertarian, but because she couldn't run as a Republican because Trump's there, she went yeah. for the Democratic Party, and it just because of the her beliefs. You know, she wasn't liberal enough. Yeah, and, and she's just uh, an objective thinker. That's all it is. That's but, all. That's all I want in a candidate is someone that thinks objectively. Right. And and that's how Rogan, that. and that's what Rogan is. Yeah. You know, he's an objective thinker. He he doesn't. He has people on that uh, sometimes push buttons and aren't always like. I would love to see. Hey, I want. I want him to get like more. Like once Trump's out of office, I'd love Trump to be on it. Like I think yeah. that'd be awesome. I'm not sure who I, who I would want him Chappelle. to have on. Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle, yeah, Chappelle would, be would be cool. Um, but one that I've enjoyed the most is Mike Tyson. The champ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh-oh. He's had Mike on several times, and Mike is so fun to listen to. Joey Diaz is my favorite guest. Joey, Joey Diaz, and that's another guy with the, such a, a huge podcast that's really nationwide. You know, it, it's very mm-hmm. popular right now. He's he's so funny when he gets behind the and mic. And his little, his regulars like Joey Diaz, Brennan Shaw. And then who's the guy that he has? Uh, it's kind of like a sidekick. He's, he's also pursuing a 
comedy career as well. He's pretty are funny. You, are too. you talking about uh, Joey Diaz? He has some, uh, his buddy that's on every no, episode with him. Uh, I don't watch a lot of his podcasts. I just usually see him when he's on Rogan. But I know Brendan Schaub is trying to do comedy too. He's not that funny though. <laughs> yeah, he's he has one of the more popular ones that are out right now. Uh, the the one that I think uh, you know he had of course Neil deGrasse Tyson. But uh, do you guys see the uh, one with Bob Lazar? Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. Yeah. That's one that I watched years ago that I go back and watch rewatch over and over again. Um it's, it's very interesting. It was last year, wasn't it? It was last year, yeah. 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 It was just beginning year, beginning yeah. of beginning yeah. of 2019. Cuz I first caught it whenever the clips would come out. And then I was like, screw it, I'm just going to watch the whole thing you, from beginning to end. And it was pretty The only thing that sucked is that that ass clown that made that documentary that's horrible it's a horrible documentary it paints jeremy like, corbell yeah he had him next to bob during that entire interview and if yeah. you know bob lazar's story um and especially from listening to rogan's podcast that don't watch that documentary because it'll ruin your opinion on bob lazar like he's uh when he's interviewed by rogan he's telling all these things joe's being even respectful even if joe in the back of his mind may think that this is all bs he wants to believe he you can tell you can tell he does. wants to he yeah. wants it to be real but and it's just so hard to make that like leap of faith to say is this possible but the way bob lazar explains it on rogan is so intellectual and thought out and calm and collected and and jeremy what's his name corbell corbell it hit the documentary on netflix it it makes bob look like a crazy person it's not good and every time jared it gets around like a 59 minute mark into that podcast and jeremy spouts off and goes on a tangent for about eight minutes and joe basically has to tell him to shut the hell up and let bob talk it was really interesting because uh, it just seemed like he he didn't do it to tell Bob's story. Like I I, I watched his interview or his 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 documentary it, as well. It was, it's pretentious bullshit. It, that's almost what it, what it came out like. Hey it, hey, this guy this is what he believes. Yeah. I don't think so, but I'm gonna make fun of it. Yeah. It's and, like, look at what I do. Like yeah, it, it was just. Oh God, he's I'm, a, little I'm a filmmaker. I'm, I'll, I'll probably. I'm a film. I'm I'll never cinema. watch anything that that guy makes. Again. Yeah, I wasn't Sorry. too impressed with the Netflix documentary. I did watch it when it first came out. I thought it was going to be a lot longer and have a little bit more uh, in, in-depth detail mm, and interviews him. from other people and things like that. Because you know, in 1982, this whole thing got started with with Bob Lazar. He there was an article that came out in the Alamogordo Daily News that featured Bob Lazar's jet-powered car. Yeah. And that kind of catapulted him into his employment at Los, Los Alamos, Alamos National yeah. uh, Laboratory. And, you he know... Ba- he basically put, like, an F-16 fighter jet engine into, like, a Nissan Sentra or something. It was like a Honda or something. Yeah, a little coupe. Yeah, it had a... It, I think it could go over 200 miles an hour. It's insane. You would yeah. hear that yeah. thing from, like, a mile away, <laughs> just coming down the street to get some groceries. But, you know, according to him, he was a physicist, and according to a few other people that they found uh, that worked with him, they validated his employment there. But since then, it's kind of all been erased, and could be the government trying to cover up his involvement. With- yeah, and, the, and the reason we say that is because after that, in the late 80s, it was 88, 89, he went and worked – Supposedly, for in, in an area of in, in an area of Area Fifty One called S Four, right. hmm. a little a little subset area, and you know he came out and according to him he did some stupid stuff with some friends in his twenties where he he kind of took them to view what was view, going yeah. on and, and view their 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 trainings because he had the flight manifesto, um, and he was essentially like he said he was afraid for his life and so he he leaked this story and he leaked everything he learned and then from there every you know. Yeah. somehow parts of his past were disappearing. Yeah, like uh, allegedly he got his education at MIT 
and mm-hmm. MIT has no record of him ever attending MIT, which, you know, take that either way, the justice scale probably is not tilting. You know, either he actually went there and the government deleted that file or he's lying. Or something uh, George, deleted the file. Or he's lying, exactly. Yeah, a guy named George Knapp, who, he was the one that interviewed him in 1989. Well, he did a lot of digging and researching and he found some hard proof evidence that he did, in fact, work there. He found like a telephone directory with his name, a newspaper article with his name. And this guy kind of stuck by Bob Lazar over the years after interviewing him and kind of followed his story to like build more credibility to it. And, um, and the, the thing I used to like, I remember watching, uh, UFO shows in the nineties. Was it sightings? No, it was just like something on on history channel when I was a kid and he was on there telling a story then. And it's like every one of those shows, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But the thing that really stands out to me is, uh, Moscovium element 115. Mm -hmm. Uh, he said in the early eighties when he was being interviewed or at the end of the eighties after he worked there that, you know, that that was being worked on and they got that from an extraterrestrial craft. That's how they came up with element 115. And here, lo and behold, in 2003 was when it got confirmed that as a real element. So because the Russians at first identified it as being a legitimate element on the, on the periodic table. And he talked about that in the eighties and that came real. It it came true. Yeah. It came out to be true. So, and that's one of the reasons that he's kind of been around in the news a little bit more is because with, in time, in the last thirty years, a lot of what he said is, has come true. Right. Like that element one fifteen, uh, he defined the gravitational a, force as a wave instead of being some kind of you know carried by a, a you know a boson or another particle. There's right. a there's a, a hand reader at one of the uh, bases. I think it was at S four maybe, or Area fifty one at Groom Lake. They would when they would go into work, they would put their hands on this hand reader and it would measure the bones in your hand. And that's turned out years later you know, in the late nineties, early two thousands to be something that people actually use use. in top secret, you know, facilities like that. So the things that he, you know, explained and experienced back then have exposed. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, they've came true over time. And with what we talked about on a podcast, uh, couple weeks ago about you know tom DeLong and the the government finally admitting ufos are real and they don't know what they are and you know it's all kind of making sense which uh you got anything else on bob james i thought it was pretty cool he could go into detail about the reactor that he worked on yeah that from the aircraft yeah he explained it as like some spherical shape that was you know the size of a basketball and produced a gravitational field and there's supposed, supposedly no machine that can create a gravitational field. Yeah, we can create magnetic fields, but yeah, what he was right. saying is that this thing was... So, like, he on Rogan, he explained it like taking two magnets and putting them almost touching, and you feel that pull, that right. force. He, this was the opposite of that. He was trying to put his hand on it, and it was pushing his hand away. Yeah, he couldn't even touch the sphere because of the force from the gravitational field. Reverse gravity, essentially. You know, gravity pulls everything towards whatever the mass mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It has, you know, the most mass. And they were supposed to, you know, reverse engineer a lot of this uh, technology. Him and a guy named Bob. No, not Bob. Barry. 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 Yeah, that was a guy that he had talked extensively about, and there was supposedly a guy that worked there before him that had some freak accident and died. So he was kind of on edge the whole time he was working there. Oh, yeah. Not sure what to expect and if he may lose his life messing with this type of technology. For sure. 
sure. Bob and Barry sounds like a sitcom coming to HBO Max for eleven ninety nine a month, starting on your premium services. And another thing with the it's being this S four was a facility in the side of a mountain. Like Jared had said, they he had taken some buddies and at night and they had observed these flying saucers or whatever they were, and they would you know dart across the sky and he tried to get it on film and he ended up getting caught. So he tried to bring others in and prove to them that it was real, which I thought was interesting. You know, and before a lot of the quote unquote sightings that happened in the early to mid nineties, um, he was one of the first people that how he described UFO behavior or, well, they weren't UFOs to him. He actually saw them being worked on, but he said, you know, they could go from stationary, there's no propulsion and they just shoot across the sky. Now, Joe Rogan, once again, go to bring back him up, he had that uh, uh, fighter pilot that captured the mm. video that has just been released by the Pentagon the to acknowledge it. He said it was stationary, had no propulsion, no heat signatures that his F-16 was picking up, and it took off at breakneck speeds. So, I don't know, man. Well, here's Visitors, my thing. you know, like, are they real? When it when it's some random person that's saying, "Yeah, man, you know, aliens, I believe in them," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool," and then they go into and they talk to me, man, they see me in my sleep and they come and it's they visit much. me. It's I'm too so I'm much. like, okay, maybe you're just schizophrenic or you're just completely full of shit. But I when bet there's a mixture of them. yeah, yeah, or, yeah, and I'm oh, sure yeah. I'm sure there is. But when when someone like uh, the guy you were talking about, former commander uh, David Favor, when someone that's flown for twenty plus years. You know, someone that's in the military, and there's lots of them, you know, fighter pilots, commercial airline pilots. When they're the ones saying, hey, I was up there, and I saw this, and I'm communicating with the other guy, and he saw it, and we don't know what the hell it is. If it's not from America, let's be frank, we are the technological... I mean, other, than, Joseph, other than Japan. By the way, I don't want to be frank. <laughs> Sorry. That's such an old joke. It always gets made. But anyway, oh, no, it's like the Shirley one. Shirley, you don't talk don't, about my grandma. And don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. But when when those guys are the ones talking about yeah. it, when those guys are, are the ones testifying and saying, yeah, this is what I saw. I don't know what it was. It doesn't behave like other aircraft. Those are the guys that I tend to listen to a little bit more. Right. Yeah, for sure, they <laughs> have some kind of ex- uh, background. Yeah. It is hard to gravitate towards Bob Lazar's story without the credible... Um, you know, documentation of him being an employee at S4 and his degrees from MIT, it makes it a little bit harder to believe. But a part of me wants to believe him. He acts like he doesn't have anything to gain from this. He just wants the public to know that this is there and they deserve to know. That's what I get out of it. For sure. Well, I mean, with that flavor of the week wrapping up there, let's just roll right into our main topic. Let's just, hey, Aliens. Are we alone? Are we alone? No. Let's uh, start with Jared. I think, I think, are, are we alone in this physical universe? No way that we are alone. I, I, I think it's impossible that we would be the only form of life living. Now, that could be you know, microbial. That could be well, I mean, that's know, already complex been organisms. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying intelligent life. Yeah. Are there, we, are we there's, alone there's with no, intelligent there's life? No way that we're, there's no way that we are alone. Why do you think so? just the sheer infinite number of stars and in, you know, infinite, but you know, trillions and trillions of stars and planets. And there's just no way that there's not another planet that's in the Goldilocks zone, that area, you know, within, within range of the sun so that it's not neither too hot, neither too cold mm-hmm. uh, for carbon based life mm-hmm. forms to form, whether right. or not it was through the same process, you know, the DNA was created here or, you know, the fact that, you know, our planet 
it took you know a billion years for the water to actually settle and the iron to start going down and this this life course happened. There's no way that we are the only ones. I, I just I find it to be statistically impossible. So gun to your head, somebody said, and they'd had the they had the answer on a card. Gun to your head, are we alone? And your answer is emphatically no. No, we're not alone. Wait, what about, why why, why well, would a gun to my head matter? Oh, I'm just saying. The, the, to give a the, alien, the alien might. Well, have I gave a, gun a to definitive your head. answer. No, 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 no. So I'm an saying, alien shows up. No, no I'm saying you, that. Be, say, I alien? said that because I think James is a little bit skeptical. James, gun to your head. Well, <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm, I'm leaning more towards one side. However, I don't. I've never experienced anything for me to personally believe otherwise. I mean, I think that. There's a lot of evidence for intelligent life on other planets or out there, you know, in our galaxy somewhere. The first reason being water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Water is the key ingredient for life, right? Yep. Here. Absolutely. For us, yes. And, I mean, for bacteria as well. Yep. Uh, liquid water, it turns out, is fairly common in our local solar system. For example, evidence is mounting that liquid water may flow underneath the surface of Mars. I mean, that's something that has been researched. Have we definitively found water? Not yet, but it could be there. You're going to drop some science facts on me. It's about to turn me on. Hell yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, Europa, the moon of Jupiter, appears to have a liquid ocean. And there's no way but of they knowing don't, because they, we're so they don't far know away. what even, liquid is. Right. They haven't had anything to break the... Even Venus yeah. might have a bit of liquid water in its atmosphere. Right. There are potentially seven other worlds that might have liquid water just in our own backyard. So if that's the case within the Goldilocks zone or whatever the hell you want to call it, right. who's to say that there's not life beyond that and maybe life within our own backyard. I mean, it's totally feasible with the ingredient of water. And my other reason, and you guys can probably all point to this and agree to this ancient civilizations. Mm-hmm. The yeah, fact for that sure. They've left behind extraterrestrial depictions through art, through artifacts, architecture. I mean, it's yeah, all there, over the there's, world. There's houses built 10 years ago that aren't even standing anymore because time has just eroded them. But you're telling me these Aztec Mayan pyramids, that they had no technology to help build these things. I'm not saying they were built by aliens. Maybe, you know, they figured out, you know, uh, what um, are they called? The uh, Nazca Lines of uh, Peru, the Easter Island, that's the Big Head. That's weird stuff. But I will say, you, you know, know, all the all the pyramids and shapes like that, that is the that is the easiest way to stack stones. Right. True. But, no, but yes, to, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But just the sheer But to f- cut granite with sheer pre- and, precision and, and, and the, like that. Yeah, the precision in it, the detail in in the masonry work and everything. I'm not saying that they did they did not do that on their own, but did somebody come up and teach them? Hieroglyphics found in Egypt. The gods that they worshipped. I mean, there's there's the one that I saw. And it has a, a painting of, it kind of looks like a helicopter. It looks like a modern day helicopter. And maybe it was a spacecraft from yeah, I <laughs> thousands mean, of years we ago. Don't I don't know. know. And um, that's the thing. We, there, we don't know. Nobody knows. And the people that are saying it absolutely is not aliens are just as silly as the people saying absolutely it I, is. I mean, my, my opinion on it all. Um, no, we're not alone. And our existence alone is pure enough to me. I don't want to get into religion or anything on this we're talking about aliens but um you know i have my own beliefs personally but at the same time i also believe in science and i believe in evolution and you know there was a picture i saw you can google it like uh, a, a image captured of the known universe now 
for those that are, are have some issues with the term terminology, the universe is everything that makes up everything. That's all the planets, all the galaxies. A galaxy is a set of stars, planets, and stuff like that. We're in a constellation known as the Milky Way. No, we're in the galaxy. Or, or, no, or we're in the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. That's an actual galaxy, but yeah. we're in this is our solar system. We're, we're we're orbiting one star, yes, the sun. And so, uh, yeah, sorry, I re- phrased that wrong. But good. I'm not a I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson, but <laughs> but <laughs> I wish we could. My, have my thing here. is, is like I saw this picture and it was like every dot that you saw in this picture was what the Hubble telescope photographed, with the exception of the Milky Way, was every other known galaxy. And every dot was a galaxy. So that means every dot, and there was millions of them. Oh, yeah. Millions, billions. I and that's what you're talking about. Every dot. Infinite. It's, it's, yeah, it just goes, goes on. on forever. So is it this one right here? No. It's, okay. it, it's another. Because this is the largest picture ever taken. The picture itself is 4.3 gigabytes. And it's just a small section. And they, they sit there and they absorbed as much light as they could. And it's the, it's the largest picture ever taken. And it's 4.3 gigabytes. It's one file. And... But it's not. But I get what you're saying. It's not. It's not the same. But my thing is, is like, and then there's this area of darkness that co- covers the picture, and what goes around that picture, NASA calls what they call uh, dark space, which means they. J- it's just so. It's just so far away. It can't even be photographed. Yeah. So it could even go on and on. It could be like you said, infinite. There is no ending. And my thing is, is like I'm going to tell you right now. If you're listening, put your religion aside. You are not that special. I am not this that special. We are not alone. Like there's no way. There, there's just that we're it. All that, all those stars and all those galaxies. Yeah. We're it. Donald Trump is president, and Biden's gonna <laughs> run against him, and we're it. That's it. That's it. Nowhere no. else in the entire no, universe. I'm not. Ex- not better than I'm not two? accepting that. We we're probably like the uh, wor- worst science project gone wrong. There's something way just, cooler out there than us. We're just critical thinkers, and we refuse to believe, you know, the things that. Are not that we've been forced to believe, or some of us are critical thinkers. There's some people out there that will believe any kind of garbage that are fed them yes. that fit their personal bias. I agree. True. I agree. Um, you know, the organic material found on Earth, it's also found other elsewhere. So, how can you refute the fact that there may not be life, you know, on other planets? I read an article recently that uh, they they are starting to. Scientists fully do not understand the anatomy of octopuses or octopi, I guess you would call it. Um, they don't understand the entire anatomy of where they came from or how they came to be. And they're, they are people, you can go Google this, there are people in the med, uh, scientific community that believe octopus did not originate from Earth. That may, you know what? Maybe <laughs> life form came from an asteroid and they evolved over time. That's another topic we got to get into sometime in the ocean. Oh, there's. Oh, we can talk about it now because right now, I mean, <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, we can come tin back foil, to aliens for a minute. Tinfoil hat is I, on. I completely so agree. In. Like, I think we've spent, as the human race, we've spent way too much time looking up at the sky. We have. We and have. That, not, that's scientifically proven. There's we, stuff. We've done that. There's stuff in the ocean we don't even know. No. There, there's like, the, you know, the, those. I remember when I was in like fifth grade and they showed like those deep sea fo- the 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 sea oh yeah creatures that live in the deep sea yep. and it's like that scary ass fish with the light bulb on its head like that's yeah I mean yeah. there's probably stuff down there we don't even know and of course you know space is expansive it's out there it's massive but according to o- National Ocean Service five percent of the ocean 
is what humans have explored. Five percent. Five percent. And this thing covers seventy-five okay. percent of our world. Give me the right. Now, open insane. up another tab. I want you to look up, and me okay. and James will riff for a second. What What is the lo- How long have humans existed for? What is the I think the oldest uh, example of mitochondria DNA for Homo sapiens is two hundred fifty thousand years. Okay, life on Earth has been around it. for only about three point five billion years. Yeah, that's, that's life, starting. That's but starting, I'm talking yeah, about I'm starting humans. Right. I think. I think the oldest example of my, mitochondrial DNA for the Homo sapien, or for us, was like two hundred fifty thousand years. Two hundred fifty thousand years. Radio capable for barely a century. Humans. Radio capable, and we've only explored five percent of our own damn planet's water. That's it, insane. It is insane, and you know. Scientists, biologists, marine biologists, they discover new species all the time. Daily. Fish. And, you know, the coelacanth was thought to be extinct hundreds of years ago, hundreds of thousands of years ago, and they found one washed up in the early uh, 1900s, and there have been a few more that have you guys come up dead. see that shark that was in Norway recently that's yeah. like, how was it? It was like a million years old or something like that. It went, maybe Sharks not have that been old. around. Well, that, it is. Sharks it and that, like alligators are the ones that haven't evolved much in the last But I'm saying millions, like, millions I can't remember the exact year, but that shark was like, I don't know. It was some ungodly number that it was that old. I've got a dinosaur in it my fish tank. It was still swimming around. I've got a spotted gar in my fish tank. They've been around for millions yeah. of years. You did it. Um, <laughs> you crazy you did son it. of a bitch. You did it. You did um, it. Okay, I will say, uh, I went back to, and I'm looking at ancient, uh, it's a, it's a European. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens, yes. <laughs> the guy, no, um, let's just talk about his <laughs> hair. <laughs> That's uh, an says, alien you know, originating, form originating out of Africa somewhere around 200,000 years ago. So you know, 200,000 years. Humans, okay. humans yeah. evolved from in Africa, and then we went from there. Monkey fish frog, as Mrs. Garrison would like to say. <laughs> That was, a, it, that was a great episode of South Park. If it, you ever want to get into it and look at it, that's just, gosh. In Australia, that's the birthplace of... Hell? Of, <laughs> Africa. No, I thought it was... What? I thought it was Australia. No, no not the birthplace of hell. The birthplace of humans. Like humans humans, humans first evolved from Africa. Yeah, Africa. And then from, yeah, and then from yeah. there, they, they migrated out of yeah, Africa. humans came from Africa. Yeah. I think... Oh, but I think James is saying life started... When uh, Pangea was a thing, I oh, think they said it was Australia. Oh, I don't Australia. know. I don't know. Maybe. Pangea is so cool. I remember learning about Pangea. I loved when I taught science talking about Pangea. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, you, if it was still like that today, you're just like, I'm going to get my car and go to Ireland. I'll I mean, see y'all in the f- right. eight years. <laughs> <I'll see laughs> eight years. <laughs> the first humans who were in Australia were 65,000 years ago. And they probably had to walk to Australia. The earliest, the earliest evidence of humans in Australia. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It probably wasn't that far at the bottom of no, the map no. and everything. Similar to, to how you know the Asia and North America were connected, and that's how they ventured out across that, that landmass. But back to aliens for a minute. I mean, so, okay. We can all pretty much agree, all three of us agree, that we're not alone, whether you want to say microbial life form or carbon-based. Th- right, right. You know... What what do you do you feel like so in your opinion are they little green men or they look just like us? What's what do you think? Or is there another dimension or something? Oh oh, uh, they, I, oh there's they, definitely they, other dimensions. They, we have a third, one dimension, thing. second dimension, third dimension. We have we have different dimensions. There's evidence people, of different are there, dimensions. Are there is there another version of you just walking around in another dimension? It's like a mustache. Because <laughs> I can't really get a good one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think it, I think it's more likely. I mean, I think that makes sense. I, I try. I, I'm not that intelligent, but I try my best to read into string theory and to read into quantum mechanics, even though I don't understand the majority it's of it. It's so hard to understand. It's so fun though. I'll I like read the same article like six or seven times just and just read like, Wikipedia okay, to like three cool. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes, uh, you know. And so they they you know they talk about in order for to make 
to make the theory of relativity kind of fit in with string theory is you have to add and go up to, I think it's 11 or 12 different dimensions to make the math work. And so I think that makes sense. But I think it would be hard to, I think, I think they would be somewhat carbon based. Carbon is what the sixth element on the periodic table. And so it's the sixth. Uh, there's most carbon. Damn, that was on there's final car- jeopardy last night. Alex said <laughs> there's carbon on other planets, right? Dude. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carbon is, I mean, it's the, um, I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson that said it. Carbon is the quotations here, the slut of the periodic <laughs> table of elements because it bonds with so many elements. I can hear him elements. say that too. Like yeah, to Rogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it bonds with I like so to many hear him other talk elements. about uh, Tupac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got that science shit. Nah, Tupac, man. The, so maybe that's he, where Tupac's at. He's not really. Dead. I watched some some. Interviews he just went home. Well, him and Elvis. <laughs> he's got some theories on Tupac as well. You should check them out. I I think, but no, not Little Green Men, but definitely carbon based. Uh, what about you? There's some leathery reptile you think they're like xenomorphs xenomorphs from alien like they they look like that that's what that's how i want them to be (laughs) would you could you want that to come here uh independence day type shit yeah Yeah, well will smith's getting old i don't know who's gonna save us i don't know there's gotta be something weird welcome to earth (laughs) you can't tell me that okay in another galaxy there's life forms exactly like us they have to be completely different well, I I disagree. I bet because of evolution, I bet there are they are like us. Either they're still in that caveman phase, or they're way more advanced. Well, that's another thing to think about. Because if you think about our bodies, our bodies suck. Yeah, I mean, oxygen they, they, is killing they us. Die after our bodies just de- decompose. Our brains don't necessarily stop unless we have some kind of you know brain disorder, degenerative disorder. Traumatic but our bodies injury. will just be destroyed. Our bodies are our brains and our central nervous system. Everything else is just that sack of meat that gets us from A to B. Oh. And I would think if they were, <laughs> we're just a walking sack of yeah. shit. That, that's think, all we are. Yeah, I would think aliens. That's what I said they, earlier. Nobody matters. Nobody matters if they have the ability to travel across. I would think that they would be able to design a better housing of their central nervous system and, that's, and of their, and our electrical impulses. Whoever is out there, they're way smarter than us. And that, and that, that no well, those yeah. two things that you both just said is why I'm kind of skeptical of Bob Lazar, because my thing is with, like we were talking about the known universe and how vast it is. And if something is out there that is far more advanced and far more intelligent, if it had the technology to travel that far of a distance to come see us why would it come here when we've just destroyed this planet so much? We're not that inter- interesting. Yeah. Like, but it would have to be like it visited. would have to be like they could have visited thousands of years ago with the Egyptians, the Mayans, and, and they're like, like, "This is sucks. We're not coming back." That's why I like what yeah. James said about dimensions. Because imagine if you live, you know, sixty million or 60, sixty million light years away, right, on a star. If they had a scope that could a telescope that could look that far oh, away, I thought you were gonna get getting a probes no no if they, had a, if they had a telescope you know they're 60 million Cartman. light years away <laughs> enemas <And> they, <laughs> that's another episode we'll have to talk about but if they had a, a, a telescope that could look <laughs> anyway that could look 60 million light years away rears rears light rears there you go <laughs> freudian slip sorry you have thinking. keeps going um if they could look 60 million light years away they would see what earth was 60 million years ago okay because it takes you know it takes a light that, to travel yeah. so long and so if it's that. traditional <laughs> traditional space no. travel it would be one thing <laughs> i think i think they came down man <laughs> they came down they were here <laughs> they came down a, a few thousand years ago it's like war of the world saw how crazy and primitive everything was and it was like this is not interesting we're leaving 
We're going to give you have, some shit. We're going to teach you some things and give you some technology. And then we're going to bounce. Another reason I think. But what would be the point and, of t- teaching us and then bouncing? I mean, it's we don't teach an ant Because they shit. felt sorry for us. Yeah. Ah. No, I mean, it's, it could be possible. Like, uh, like, look at how technology was in the 20s. Okay? And now look at it today. We have a... I'm going to say it. We have a fucking computer in our hands the size of a credit card. We're, yeah. Yeah. And so, this like, that's what I'm saying. More powerful like, than the first to computer get from by how much. The, the leap, and then you go back to history before the Industrial Revolution, right? Mm-hmm. Technology has come such a long way since the 50s. Oh, yeah. No doubt. But like, to say that... that- I'm just saying, man, like, I, I feel like, that's, where did we get that? You know, no, I'm not. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. Where did we get it? Where, was where did we get that revolution? technology from? Well, and we created it. From well, ali- I didn't alien spacecraft. <laughs> and to think that 60 years ago is such a long time to us, that could be a blink of an eye to oh, another civilization. It is. It yeah. is. In reality, it is. But, you know, thousands of years ago to another, you know, life form somewhere else, that could be a blink of an eye as well. And they could have visited yesterday. And it's that same kind of thought, though, that, that we would think, you know, just, just playing devil's advocate, you know, four, you know, not even four, 10,000 years ago, aliens came by and they helped us out a little because they felt empathy towards us. I mean, that that in itself is the same as saying, well, we're alone. Like, we mattered so much that this, uh, this that this race would come down and see us and think, ah, oh, Good devil's humans. advocate to that. Yeah. yeah like, no, like, that, that doesn't... Let me show y'all something. <laughs> Okay, if you're looking at home, James, James, that's not appropriate for the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> no, okay, he's got a... Uh, what is that, James? This is a... <laughs> <laughs> what is that, James? Wait a minute. <laughs> well, while you These are ancient out rock paintings, um, which, which <laughs> represent alien-like figures, which are seen interacting with humans. These rock paintings were done quite a few thousand years ago. And as you can see, what does that look like? That looks like the, the modern depiction that we of what, represent would, yeah. aliens today Big or at that this angle was, it also kind of looks like a butterfly yeah if you so look at no, it if you for look at yeah, the, the ones bruh, that, that looks like it could be a butterfly bruh, so bruh, for the listeners bruh. james has a picture of these rock paintings like you said they uh were found from the mayan pyramids thousands of years ago and they have pictures of aliens on them like and they look like what you would see on a history channel show about ufos uh, bulbous head, big black eyes. And, you know, but it's taken completely out of context. Again, devil's advocate, if, if we were to move forward a thousand years in the future and people would find movies about our heroes called Captain America nah. and Thor, I'm pretty here's sure, that shit, I'm pretty sure Here, that's fake. Here's another one. Small golden figures that resemble modern jet planes were found in the Incan or Inca civilization, which dates thousands of years back. Okay, I don't it, know, man. Explain uh, that, that to that, me, that Jared. Looks, if it's not fake. like If it's not fake. That's I don't not, know where James got. Did you get it from? Where, where, no, the, I've I've seen this on on TV shows. I think I, I've seen the rock painting. TV from, show. No, no, I've seen the, this is on. Um, it's not on ancient alien shit. That's for sure. <laughs> planes from the past. But I'm gonna <laughs> these are planes from you the can't, past. You can't tell me that. Okay, the Egyptians in Africa, and then you have the Mayan civilization down there in Mexico. They're not remotely near each other. Mm-hmm. But yet they have similarities with how they depict. That's that's another thing too. Like they they existed at a time period, a fairly relative. But Egyptians did not have the technology to sail across the oceans at that point like that to survive that many days to make it to South America uh, that we know of. And neither did the Aztecs and the Mayans. And you're right. There's too many commonalities between the two civilizations being so far apart. 
and the, the art that they've left behind, the artifacts, they wanted someone to find them. They wanted to tell the story of, of what they experienced you know, thousands of years ago. And you can't dispute the fact that that it looks like a freaking jet airplane. Who's to say if you busted open the top of one of those pyramids, there's not some like radio tower in there. You but, know what I mean? Like, and, seriously. And here, here's like, the other thing. I don't know. On, oh, that's a really good point. Like, I, nobody's I've, nobody's I've opened up the I've top of a pyramid. I've never seen them in their life, so that's true. But when I look at that thing, can you show that picture again? Because I want to look at it again. It looks like a plane. Yeah, it but, looks like a DC-7. Yeah, what, yeah, what in the Scientology is that? Like, they're, the <laughs> aircraft just happened to look like ours? Like, our aircraft is based on but, a combustion engine and, and using lift. The one that, what's his face, that Bob Lazar, assuming he's talking correctly, assuming that what he saw and everything was true, if it runs on a gravity propulsion, that's a simply warping space and time through gravity. They don't need to have some kind of propulsion. So the idea that they would need aerodynamics on the side and in the rear tail fin... Doesn't make sense. To but me. but it doesn't even explain that. That's how they, he's not saying that that was their air aircraft. That's how they they just gave it. this figure to them, and ah. you know what I mean. Like, and then that you know who knows. They I saw it, and they built this model of what they saw. I think to, to represent to both sides, both of you are making good points. But at the same time, you both have to agree with each other to say if my point is right to say this could all be coincidental. At the same time, Jared. You have to let it be that James could be right too, because we just don't know. We just don't know. Amen to that. Any of us could be right, but you can't. You can't dispute the artifacts that are found all and over I the think world. That, I think stuff like that's way more interesting than what's out there, because like it's like where did that, this those come were, from? Those came from people who lived here on Earth. Yeah, and there are some drawings like and I can't remember exactly where it is, but um, you had talked about the Nazca lines mm -hmm. and Easter Island, and there are some of those things that are just so hard to believe that they were created so Stonehenge. Of, yeah. Stonehenge is yeah. cool. There's like, who's to say these aren't like mappings that they had yeah. people, the pyramids aren't like a mapping system. I don't know. And My, that's the fun thing about conversations like this and topics like this is because it could be anything and they're just really fun. Do you I think like this. if, are we getting, I think personally, I think we're closer to than, than any point in history to having mass belief like so, I, th I feel like personally in the next in our lifetime there may be some type of event if they are out there that multiple people witness and experience especially with the days the day and age of uh cell phones being yeah. in everybody's pockets i i think i think we are going to get something and especially you think like there's going to the, be like some revolutionary moment where everyone experiences this and then from that moment yes. forward everyone's going to think differently about religion I religion think, and everything i think for that's sure. the only I, way it could happen ab absolutely I, I i do believe in my lifetime there is going to be something that happens and people are going to be like all bets are off where'd you find that stuff is that a dot com this I'm is the kidding. same civilization that you could okay no but I, I agree with you i think it has to be something something groundbreaking like that in order for everyone to wake up to it. Right. Because if you set someone down, unless, unless you have the ability to set someone down and really get into it, most people aren't going to take the time of day. They're going to keep the computer in their pocket, look at their oh, damn well, Facebook and like, do whatever they it's want. It's like my grandmother, like if I were to ask her this stuff, she'd be like, no, Jesus, you know, no, we're, yeah. we're alone. So yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. That's there's, there's no, and, and the fact is the fact that nobody tries to really get in and discredit that stuff tells you either can't, or if it's not worth their time, Blarney, it's not worth their time. There's too many people that Blarney. want to be correct right. all the time. There's too many skeptics out there, which, and that was one thing that, um, you know, we, we, we watched a bunch of UFO and alien stuff to prepare for this. That's one of the things that I like that Joe Rogan had said. Big plug to Joe Rogan. We like him. 
uh, is that he doesn't like skeptics. Mm-hmm. He appreciates objective because, thought. Right. Because being a skeptic is too subjective. Skeptics are too close-minded. Yeah. They're not willing to accept another perspective other than their own. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to tell you right now, if they are real and they do come here, and if they have some kind of malicious intent, we ain't winning. No. Hey, we'll put up a little bit of a fight. I bet we could. For like a day. But that's the thing. And it's like. For like a day, we'll, yeah. And Just to of, screw ourselves out one of, of stuff. My, one of my favorite movies that's about aliens is in the, in the movie Signs. The little boy's reading oh, his yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. And he says. Uh, <laughs> Dude, Signs is great. It's such a great movie. But <laughs> no, he's. I disagree. What? Go, go ahead. Well, finish, uh, well, here, finish your thing. We're going we're gonna, to. Uh, here in a minute, we're going to talk about like our favorite uh, alien depictions in uh, entertainment. Oh, excellent. But in, in that movie, the little boy. Uh, the, the the priest um Mel, played by Mel Gibson is you know starting to mm-hmm. he had a moment where he he was basically saying this isn't real um and then he had a moment of clarity and he goes to his little boy who's been reading these books about him and everything and he's like so uh you know what are they going to do they won't attack they're just observing uh because they know eventually they're here for our resources and eventually they know that we'll use our nuclear weapons and we'll just destroy our own planet so. You laugh, but you don't know. No, no, I'm laughing. I'm laughing for two things. Because one, the aliens they were they were hurt by water, and it's the stupidest thing. Because that we're is a planet that literally is covered in water. That is stupid. And also our resources. Our number one resource is water. There are tons of other places that they could go to. That's not a planet covered in their number. The, the thing that kills. But you're them. looking. You're looking too deep into it. I'm just saying. Yeah, as far I'm saying as far as like movie. Ever, think about every alien movie you've seen up until that point has always been about like they're here. We're gonna kill them. I liked Signs because it was about this family that had no defense, and it, it was it, it felt more real than anything. Because he was seen. questioning his um, belief in God because of what happened to his wife. Oh right. God, that was rough to watch. Right, and he strayed away from religion for a long time, and then he experienced all this weird extraterrestrial stuff, and then in the end, he ended up drifting back into a, be, being a man of God. And who's to say that's a perfect example of religion and that kind of thing can no. coexist in the same right. world and the same reality. So I thought that was interesting with that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, it, I, I stand by the fact that say, I, I think we're all waiting on that moment of, uh, for people that aren't critical thinking like us. And I'm not saying we're smarter than anybody. We're not, we're just three dudes talking in a garage right now. We're not smarter than anybody else. All I'm saying is we're all three in agreement that we're probably not alone in the known universe. And, you know, I think it is going to take a big moment of clarity for the mass majority of people to be like, oh, crap. And, it, and I don't think most people want to know. I really don't. I think most, oh, for people, sure. most people are Ignorance so content is with what they have. Because yes. like you said, it would screw up a lot of people's religion and their faith. Um, it would probably test mine. Yeah. You know and what I don't I mean? care how religious you are. It has, the thought has drifted in your mind. Are aliens real? Are we alone? It's drifted into everyone's yeah. mind. Everyone has that question in the back of their mind. We may never get an answer to it. I think it's just fun to talk about. I, I think science and you know Christianity as a whole is fun. To, I think it just needs to be taught side by side because yeah. Or is, if you're if you're going to ex- accept Christianity, then you need to accept science. You know the fact that a lot of Christians believe that the world is five thousand years old yeah. or yeah. two thousand and twenty years old is 
is complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. It just is. And I've never gone to the scriptures for science. To me, the science are not teaching. Yeah, they're or, proverbs. The scriptures are not, yeah, they're, they're not teaching science. Morals. They're teaching, morals. yeah, they're teaching morals. And, and I they're, think they're doing, they're doing their best to explain I think morals in the, their setting. It, whatever people want to believe, and we will get into religion for just a second. I don't want to drift off of aliens, but I think, you know, I think that's the point of religion is is to have something that does make you go to sleep at night to make you feel good and to not you know worry about death because I am scared of death I think everybody I think it's just natural um, I've gotten to the point where I'm not as scared as I used to be of it um, it's going to happen to us all some quicker than others but I think most of religion whether you're Christian Hindu Buddhist Muslim Scientologist. The, well, not them. <laughs> there is no morals in that story. He got caught with like kids on a boat or something. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard was not exactly some the human go-to. being made that up. Yeah. Like uh, in modern times. Yeah, <laughs> in the fifties. Let's, let's go ahead and say he was a he was a science yeah, maybe fiction not writer. Scientology, literally. Uh, but you know, I think that's the point of religion is just to help us understand the things that we don't understand and to make us sleep at night. I gotta say, man, that was well done. Well done and well said. Because we don't know. I have my faith. I believe it or not, I I do have a belief in a God. Um, But at the same time, I just don't know. Just like with everything else, at the end of the time. And you know, when if you if you're listening and you're like, well, that's just the devil trying to test your faith. Okay, fine. Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, who is to say that that's? I mean, that's that's a nor- that's normal. That's a normal. That's feeling. normal. To yeah, ha- and that's normal for human emotion for that for the devil to test your faith. I mean, that's 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 part of being a Christian. That's part of the the trials that you would go through for people um, that believe that. For people that believe that, yeah. But I I think and I, and I like I really like how you said it. No, and we keep coming back to it. Nobody knows, and that's the issue with people that will talk down or think down for people for believing a specific thing because dude you don't know when and, and yeah exactly that's that's my that biggest that's problem like i i've questioned my faith multiple times i have friends that are atheist or agnostic and uh i have friends that are muslim and i don't care i have my friends because i like my friends you know mm-hmm. what i mean like we're humans to to to, 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 to judge people. somebody by what they believe like that's that's complete and utter BS in that you're not opening up your mind enough to even like get to know that person's culture. And I think that's ignorance and stupidity. Judge them by the way they act. It I mean, begins, got some it, it begins and people. ends with this. We're all unique. We're all different. No one's made the same. Mm-hmm. We think differently. I could be an alien. We right be- now. So therefore we're going to believe differently. Yeah. Well, in our own yeah. backgrounds, our experiences, mm-hmm. they sheep. I mean, it's nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Our, our our environment shapes us. That's why we have. That's what makes us, especially us as Americans, unique, is because we have so many different backgrounds. Well, let me ask you all this real quick to stay kind of on the same topic of aliens and everything. Um, so our sun yeah. is a star. All stars burn out mm-hmm. eventually. I think they said. I think we're ninety million years away from the star, the sun exploding basically what it will happen it'll get to i think what's called like a red giant yep mm-hmm. and it will just burn so hot that it will evaporate all life form eventually the earth will be nothing but a, like like pretty much the moon just a dust of rock and so my question to you all is do you think with the evolution of technology that we've had since the 50s like with cell phones and how close we're getting to you know elon musk is trying to make a commercial space travel possible. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that'd be so cool. Um, do you think we as a civilization can get to a point to save our own species? No. Okay. No, we just continue to destroy what we've built. Yep. Let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. 
Because, because yes and no, I, I would say no right now. Do we the have the capability? We, to? we definitely have the capability for sure. To. I think oh, so. Of course, we. I we're think. Humans. I think in the next twenty thousand years, it may be too late. It may be too. But that's the thing. Even that. Even that ninety million year red giant explosion. We might be long gone before then, and I think yeah. science does say that. Oh, I think eventually. we'll be long gone. I, before I think then, we're, yeah. you know, we're destroying our ozone layers. We're destroying our forests. I mean, look at look at twenty twenty. Okay, and not even to getting back into religion thing, but it's obviously the planet doesn't want us. There's coronavirus. There's earthquakes. <laughs> Australia's on fire. What murder what, hornets? What does your body do when a virus invades it? It tries to eliminate it, yeah, right? Yeah, it up. We are our own. We are this planet's virus. I'm sorry. That's what we are. We're a virus to this planet. That could be true. And that's, yeah. a, that's an interesting take and perspective that I agree with. I've never, I've never heard it that way. Like we are, we, we are a foreign object to this planet and we are causing it harm and it's trying to eliminate it us. It makes Global sense. Global warming. It does make sense. Everything else in, inside of those things, like, like I think it, we're just, the Earth's just trying to take global, us out Global point. warming has become something that's too divisive. And I don't I mean, know why. I don't, I don't know why either. It's, it's too, all and political. That's why. I, and that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why. It's politically that's the, driven. And that's the problem. Scientifically, Everything it's a is fact. political. Every goddamn thing is political and that is the no, issue. People on the left and the right don't want to be let the other side have anything. And exactly. It, it comes down to differences. Liberals we cannot and is don't, accept don't each want, other's differences. Exactly. We and, gave up on conflict resolution and now we're just whining, and, screaming children. And I think that's why we're going to get to that point. And yeah, we have the capable. We're, we, I think we're smart. The human spirit is, uh, you know, strong enough so to resilient. endure and be resilient. And like the intelligence of like people like Elon Musk, Stephen Hawking, Neil deGrasse Tyson, these amazing minds. I think we're, we're on the cusp. We're probably going to get more of those, probably people better. But because of that, those two things, and if you're listening right now, I'm not trying to like get all on a soapbox here, but you know, that's what, how it's going to start is people just being better to each other yeah. because that, that's the reason but why it, it's personal responsibility is the issue. People stop fighting giving up each on other personal responsibility. They expect everybody else to take care of their business, but no one, everyone will sit there and tell you your house is a mess while not realizing that they can't take care of their own house, you know, and to play devil's advocate to, you know, religion for a minute of how good it can be for people. It, it has destroyed this planet in the sense that wars have been fought over religion for years. They're still being fought over religion today in the Middle East. And it's, it's, it's sad. Well, and, and, and religion and land and money and oil. And we, that's, that's the thing. We, will, we are our own worst enemy because of the fact we cannot settle any differences and we cannot get along. It comes, it's just cut and dry, plain and simple as that. We just, we're not going to be able to save our human race. If it, if there ever comes a time where there's some type of cataclysmic problem with an an extraterrestrial, you know, civilization coming and trying to take over or even a natural disaster. I feel like a lot of times we just, we aren't there as a civilization. I don't think we'll ever get there to fully put differences aside and be able to mend any type of broken relationships or try to combat against a foreign attack. I just, it's, it's insane. It's inevitable. Yeah. And you know, real quick before we change, cause I do want to talk about like our favorite depictions of and I'm glad you brought that up cause I'm excited about that. Uh, to, to start that off to, and to finish what you just said, James, which was very well put, um, is a quote from, it's a very damn good quote in a comedy sci-fi movie in men in black. Tommy Lee Jones' character looks at Will Smith and he says, a person is smart. 
But people are dumb, panicky animals, and you know it. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's why we. it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if aliens are real, because we're just going to kill ourselves probably anyway. We're our own worst enemy. Yeah. All right, so uh, I talked about signs for a minute. Jared, yeah. what's your favorite alien movie or just TV show or uh, depiction of an alien in anything? All right, so I'm, I'm going to say two. Go for I'm it. I'm going to say two, because one of them... Um, it came out 2008, 2009, something like that. We had talked about it. The Fourth Kind with Mila Jovovic. Okay. Uh, and it's just it's just a kind of a scary, it's kind of a thriller horror movie, but it's just it's just really cool. But my favorite depiction of aliens in cinema was The Battle of Los Angeles. I that was the one with uh, uh, who the, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. Um, That's right. And then a couple of other guys, and, and 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 these aliens come down on Earth, and they and they're just going after our water. And they're sending out uh, drones, essentially, which are, you know, they're mechanical, but then they also have some kind of organic shielding body on them. Uh, and man, it just, it, to me, it made sense for if we were ever going to be invaded, That's, they would have to do some kind of a some kind of a scout party and stuff like that. You would use drones. Of course I, you'd use I drones. I think that movie is the most realistic depiction of how the military would probably handle that situation, yeah. of how that, that whole thing would go down. I like. It, it didn't feel real in the sense because, okay, it's the humans fighting the aliens again. Yeah. But as far as <laughs> yeah. like how the military would handle that, yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good pick. What about you? Mine is a childhood favorite of mine. Mars Attacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's so gum. funny. And, you know, they it's a Tim Burton film. They, they decide... Once they land, you know, they have negotiations with the president. Things don't go well. And they just have fun screwing everything up, destroying buildings, killing people. I could totally see that happening. Just the entertainment for their pleasure of just destroying everything. It was so funny. Wasn't it because too. of doves, too? Like someone <laughs> let out the doves and that, yeah. that pissed them off? Yeah. That, <laughs> so, that, that. <laughs> was it a big misunderstanding at the beginning? Maybe that's what set them off, or maybe they just wanted to kill us. Didn't from that movie? Get, it's get been go. so long since I've seen it, but didn't it end with like some like it was trying to be like all this harmonious, harmonious moment, and then like it was just like no, they like killed each other at the end or something like that. Didn't that? I don't even remember. I can't remember. That's that's a good one. You got anything else on that one, James? Uh, it just brings back memories. I have the um, I had the action figures, the aliens. I had the the UFO. It was it was just fun as a kid to. Have all the characters from the movie. And not a kid-appropriate movie and either. I, no, <laughs> no, I, no, I could totally see that happening. As funny as it was, you know, aliens just coming down and just killing us all because they're just having a good time. And, you know, maybe maybe they've gotten so far advanced that they respect, you know, nature and everything so much that that's why their vehicles don't let off propulsion systems and stuff. And that's why they're <laughs> yeah. like, you're just destroying your planet. We'll just kill you for this. Right. Um, mine... My favorite depiction of aliens, and they, they did more than aliens, but I, I used to watch this every Sunday at 7 p.m. on Fox was a little TV show with David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, The X-Files. Oh, I yes. loved The X-Files. My parents loved to watch The X-Files. I remember going in their room and watching it on their little tiny TV they had. It was so scary to me. As uh, I think I started watching that when I was like, I don't know, man. It came out in like 95 or 96, yeah, something. Yeah, probably I the mid-90s, maybe. And I was yeah. probably like 10 years old, and it was just, it was terrifying. And then it got, like, they they did start making it more narrative-driven and about the uh, the characters, uh, Scully and Mulder. Uh-huh. Um, but 
Oh, I love that show, and it's it's on a uh, Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, is it really? Yeah, you get every. I remember how season. popular it was in the late '90s. I just remember everyone watching it. Yeah, it's that yeah. that was really good. Um, and then I just the because it was the very first episode, um, <laughs> just South Park. The the Cartman gets an anal probe. <laughs> That's the very and for the very first episode, for them to set a precedent of like, dear, it's just it is the funniest. Episode. And, and it's like they're 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 called visitors in the show, but they are gray and they have the typical you know. Uh, and it was South Park's first. It was the pilot episode and. Uh, just the, the the zaniness of the, the the entire satellite dish that shoots out of Cartman's butt, <laughs> and uh, you know, to the fact that the only people that under not people, but the only thing that understood the aliens were the cows, and the, 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 <laughs> the, the aliens just looking at the cow going moo 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 moo, <laughs> just so stupid. That's exactly how it would probably happen. Yeah, yeah, they would. They don't want to talk to us. They want to talk to like the, a kangaroo yeah. or some and shit. It, yeah. <laughs> I like I like South Park, um, the movie Alien, you know uh, Ridley yeah. Scott's yeah. Alien. And you said Signs. I love Signs. I love Independence Day. Signs was a good story. It's just I, it's hard for me to look back and and enjoy it the way that the same way I enjoyed it when I was in high school when I saw it. It's it's like I said, it, it didn't it, grow it, well on me. It felt more. If it actually happened, this is how it would go down. Because if it did happen, you know, you James, you're my best friend. We may wait, make one phone call, but we're going to be trying to protect our family, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's so like it's just. Like the, the family the, aspect the, of it, I the, get what you're yeah. saying. The clip when they it was like in oh a foreign god, country. The, the Mexico City one. It yeah. gives me goosebumps to this day. <laughs> and the <tarito laughs> is behind. <laughs> and then he just, walks out. He, he just stops. And Joaquin Phoenix is like, oh, it just move children, vamos. <laughs> like, it felt, it felt. It real. gives me goosebumps yeah. to this day. It felt real. It, it, yeah. That movie. <laughs> it's not a horror film. It's a psychological thriller, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But it does. It it scared the shit out of me. I love the plot. It's it's great. That's a, awesome that's a great movie. movie. Uh, uh, it, 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 Stranger Things, it? man. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. I that's love interdimensional. That movie. That's not necessarily alien. Yeah, but, but it could your, be. To your I mean, dimensional. I think they can kind of go one hand in hand. You know it what I mean? Could be. I see what you're saying. The, the dimension thing. That's that's you know, crazy. String theory and parallel universes and all that. Yeah. Like, Where are y'all with parallel universes? Let's just hang on. Let me put my hat on real quick. <laughs> let's just let's just go down the. Road I, I want to hear what you have to say because I'm not too into that kind of stuff to the point where I've researched it and actually dove into yeah, it. Drop so, some science on yeah. it, Jerry. What do you oh, God, I'm not to the position to drop in science like well, that. What's your stance I'm, on I'm, it? I mean, I think it makes sense. For sure. I think I think the idea uh, of it makes sense. And and a lot of it's based around a lot of the string theory, and that is based around the fact that um, particles are are you know electrons stuff like that they can they can essentially be two two places at one time and so it's not until you observe something you observe a particle that you understand where it is until you can measure it because that's that's where i get fuzzy because i'm not exactly sure why i can just repeat what people have said um kind of like what joe rogan had said yeah I'm not and, smart. and just, just that so yeah smart people. And so that's how if, we all are if yeah. you don't know if you're going to take a right that's or a how left smart until, people are yeah, yeah. smart people got smart because smart they read smart, smart shit read and they learned shit. from trial and error experimental yeah. stuff did you guys yeah. see this this got released yesterday i saw it on twitter um nat this is a uh, from forbes.com uh nasa has found a parallel universe where time flows backwards have you seen this no yeah so wow um well they said they, they may they may have found evidence uh-huh. um Today, it abounds with stories from tabloids like the New York Post Express, blah, 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 mostly quoting each other that major on claims that NASA scientists have evidence that could prove the existence of parallel universe. Um, okay, so the Forbes is saying that this is way overblown. So the, the article I read was on Twitter, and it was shared um, 
there is zero evidence of what the Daily Star says is a parallel universe. I'm trying to find the actual clip. NASA did acknowledge something. Here's what uh, Ibrahim Safa of uh, UW-Madison, who was a lead author of a research paper about the experiment in question in Antarctica, thinks about the current uh, spate. Oh, man, this is just talking. I want to see where it talks about the actual... Um, well, and a lot of okay. This, here it is. Okay, it's yeah. all related to these three scientific papers. The original scientific paper uh, from the Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna, a balloon-based experiment that found upward-pointing cosmic ray-like events. It, it observed these events happening in Antarctica, um, which led uh, to another research paper published in response. Uh, CPT uh, sym- symmetric universe where time could run backwards from the Big Bang, and where antimatter would dominate. This is where the parallel universe claims to come from since the paper reads in this scenario of the universe before the Big Bang and the universe after the Big Bang is reinterpreted reinterpreted as a universe slash anti-universe pair. So just a mirror so uni- technically, a, a, mirror, a mirror universe kind even of. Even though Forbes is denouncing this, scientists have said that they did that it is possible that it's uh that parallel yeah. this parallel universe is happening where time is going backwards. Yeah, because a lot of it is it's just how I mean, I, they call it the space-time continuum. There's yeah. the time, and uh, it's it's all it's, it's, it's all, all relative. relative. <laughs> but th- that's the thing about quantum mechanics and uh, you know astrophysics and stuff like that. Like we just don't know. We just don't know. We've got to be living in another dimension. I mean, look at Mike Tyson coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James is. This is how much James cares about the science. He's looking at Mike Tyson with his shirt off. Like. <laughs> That's an alien right no, there. He's flexing. <laughs> he's got Dude, to be an alien. But that video, he's just... Oh, this is, he's that's just jacked. Just, and he's like, what, 56? It was just released. That's why I bring it up. In another dimension, I could see him being some type of creature from some other planet. <laughs> <laughs> he's He-Man. He's Thor. But you know, but, they, they, they did... They, so, so, you know, it talks about antimatter. And so one of the things that they did is they... When doing the math, they 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 calculated what all the mass and everything was in the universe, and it wasn't it wasn't accounting for the studies that they were or the, the math that they were creating, and so that's why they're saying that there is something like dark matter or antimatter or something some kind of opposite because it doesn't none of the math fits with what we know exists in regular matter in the universe, hmm. and so I mean it, that's just weird that they would that they would be able to to observe it without that's that's just blows not, my mind yeah. that's, I, and that's, and that's what i don't understand like the you know we had talked about the gravitational waves and and how they did that was they have two two lights underneath the ground essentially a laser and that are that's pointing to two different mirrors and if the mirrors ever move like a a nanometer or something then they know it was caused by this gravitational wave and you know i think this was it was 2014 you know when these were first found and that's why you know now we know that gravity is a wave it's not necess- it's not a particle and then there was that other thing in the like 60s it's called the um twilight zone no no they had a uh there was like a radio frequency um god it's called something like that's another thing the radio frequency is getting interrupted by well in like bizarre. this thing this thing came out of nowhere and it came farther than pluto is what they observed it at the time and it's called like the wow frequency or something like that. Or, uh, let's see. Is it? Oh, is it? here it is. Wow, wow mystery signal finally explained. Oh, they explain yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, but it, and while Jared reads that for a minute, you know, so basically these scientists found this signal that came from God knows where, and uh, it, it, it created this radio frequency on a like a hertz level. Uh, sound is 
you know, explained in Hertz. And it hit at something that we had never had at that point in time. Yeah, it lasted for 72 seconds. Yeah, the explanation started to come into focus last year when uh, they had a team that was looking at um, a hydrogen cloud that was accompanied by a comet, and they took the measurements, and the measurements, uh, essentially, the, the frequency that was put out by that matched the frequency that was... So they're saying it came from a comet. Uh, yeah, a comet going through a hydrogen cloud or something like that. Still kind of cool. Yeah, it's still really cool. Could and have been know, an alien. It could have been Disguised an alien. Disguised a comet. You don't know. You know and that's What's them? a comet, James? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> frozen block of ice? Uh, yes. Maybe. Like a frozen block of ice left over from, like, our comet's frozen block of ice left over from the forming of our solar system. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> Mr. Wizard. You're, you're, you're the absolute science guy yeah you're you're I mean, our guy, guy that goes yeah. to so that for that science is above my what my about head. uh you know parallel universes and everything what about the mandela effect have you heard of this i i to this, this i to the, yeah great movie uh, <laughs> denzel washington this? was in it right no 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 he, he yeah he was pretty sure he was it, the movie i didn't know no, there was a movie. It, it was it was a movie too no but um yeah I, you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah i could have i james do you know mandela it, effect here let me let so me mandela pull it effect I've, I've heard of it's it, basically yes. a theory that at some point in our lifetime, in our in our known uh, universe, there was a, an, a cosmic event that caused a split, and things, slight differences happened. It, it it rippled through space and time, and it changed things the way we remembered them. Like a lot of people, the reason it's called the Mandela effect, uh, for instance, is uh, people believe they thought that Mandela died sometime in the eighties in prison, uh-huh. and he only died recently. Yeah. For example, James Bernstein uh, Bears yeah. was is is uh, the Berenstein. It, it's the Berenstein, and but per, people remember it as the Bernstein Bears. And like, do you remember Jiffy Peanut Butter? Yes, Jiff. It's never been called Jiffy. It's never it's been called Jiffy. Jiff. It's just Jiff Peanut it's just Butter. Just Jiff. And you know what's it's crazy? Lost in translation. What's crazy is, uh, like, yeah, there's that. So what else do you have on there? Curious. George doesn't have a tail. Is it Sex in the City or Sex and the City? Sex in the city. Sex and the city. Sex, sex and the city. It's just, it's just little subtle differences. But I, there are things that well, just, this one, this one, this is the go back. That, that's the that, one. That just seems like human. Oscar Meyer. That's the one that blew my mind. It just seems like human it's, error. Just Oscar Meyer. How do you spell lost in translation? How do you spell Oscar Meyer? Oscar Meyer. Yeah. Just Oscar. O s c a r and m e y e r. Never has been that. No. M a y e r. O s c. A R M A. My baloney has a first name. It's so instead of instead of M, like show them that image. M E Y. It's M A Y. Yeah. So I for this is the one that I I will stand up and say to a for a fact that it was an E next to the M. Well, Kazam was mine. Kazam was mine. Understand? I remember. What are y'all trying to get with this? I mean, so that's that's the theory is that like you you remembered it differently. There that 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 Fruit Loops. I thought the fruit in Fruit Loops was spelled F-R-U-I-T. It's never been spelled that. It's always just been F-R-O-O-T. What he's saying is that the Mandela effect, what essentially it is, is it's, 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 a, it's a conspiracy it's theory a parallel that's going around. Un- we are living in a parallel universe. That something now. happened that shifted our universe into a parallel universe, and what we remember tons of, is not the same. There's tons of people that, you know, like... How can that right happen? Here, like that, the, Monopoly the, the Monopoly man Monopoly in the monocle. He had never a, had a monocle. He never had a monocle. And I think this one can be explained. You're you're associating him and Mr. It? Peanut. What they just changed? No, they it? didn't. They never did. And that one throws me off too because I thought Pikachu did have a black tail like that. 
And Kit Kat never had the dash. So you're saying that, that's the, that's another one that's crazy. You're saying yeah. that this this effect happened. No, no, no. I'm saying it's a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory. But what we're about. saying is so like look go back go, so the uh, the corn that one's a good one. When you think of the fruit of a loom logo, mm-hmm. does it have a cornucopia? Yes. No, it never it, did. It never did. It never did. And so that's that's what I'm that's what the Mandela effect is. These little things that you so think con- you remember. Conspiracy theorists are saying that we there's been some type of shift. That some type of shift, yeah. But without us knowing that one, I, I I swear it said cheese its. Yeah, I could have sworn no. it's, it's not it's cheese. I it. knew it's cheese it, yeah. And that's what it is. A lot of people and, and, and not a lot of people, but that's the conspiracy theory is that because of this Mandela effect, there was some kind of event that happened and we are now when in are a they, parallel. When universe. are they saying that this happened? This uh, they don't know. Happened. They don't know. It they don't know. And that's the thing with all time being relative. And we wouldn't we wouldn't be aware of the, and, and the to, effect, right? And no. to okay. be yeah, that's that's the thing. That's why you're like uh I remember C three PO having a silver leg. Yeah, he's always had a silver yeah. leg in the original movie. Um But yeah, the Flint's Stones. I do not remember the Flint Stones having two T's. What the hell? Yeah, I don't either. I Flint was, Stones. What I, I thought it was just Flint. Well, I mean, Flint Stones that with two sense, T's though. does make sense. That makes a lot more but sense. I didn't. I thought it was Flint Stones. Flint Stones. Meet the Flint Stones. But anyway, that's that's basically uh, the gist of it. Okay. And to be. To be clear, this this isn't something that the scientific community believes. This is something uh, yeah. that right. conspiracy And that's not something theory. I like, believe. Just like the, f- I don't think the, the world is, is flat theory, right? Which that's complete. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take Mandela effect over flat earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, any day of the week. If you I don't understand that, flat earth. I've actually had, I had prior students that, that came to me and despite the, given they were they were kids, but they they believed that the earth was flat. If you think, and I don't understand why. I if don't. you think the I earth is that. flat, Go to a beach sometime we want and you stare out at the ocean. And if you think the earth is flat, we want you to come on and our podcast. And you see a horizon you that curves. Like you it's just you st- physically You stand there. on any elevated surface, whether it be a tall building or even a mountain. You look out into the horizon, you can see that there's a there's a bend. Well, yeah, but how, how's blood not rushing to our heads? How are people at the bottom not falling off? Because it's called gravity, dumbass. <laughs> and it's constantly circulating, you know. I, that's just stupid. I think that's I think that one is just people wanting to stir a pot that they don't even believe themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. So here's an interesting thought that I just, that just popped in my head. It, it doesn't really have anything to do with aliens or anything, but we talked about space travel and stuff. So imagine you're in a spaceship, right? Okay. Okay. And you're traveling in space, 25,000 miles an hour, normal, whatever you're strapped in. What do you think happens when you in that spacecraft take a 30 degree turn? Like an immediate 30 degree turn. Your body bends and your body continues go because of inertia. You know, oh, an object, an, an object in motion un, continues un, to stay in motion. An unplanned turn, an unplanned turn. It's just uh, a, a thirty degree could, angle. Could it? Could it do that? But I doesn't mean, it have like? It, that's the point of the. Like that's the, the point of the, space spaceships. Yeah, like, like that's why Star Trek. Well, no, I'm talking about how fast can a you know a spaceship that. NASA. I think that I think the 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 fastest probe ever was the Voyager two, and I think it's moving at twenty one thousand kilometers an hour. So that's pretty fast. It's pretty fast. So that's 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 pretty much the same thing that you're saying. But the International Space Station, those guys, they don't go up that high. But I mean, they only go up to don't they have orbit. like things inside of that? Hasn't NASA developed things inside of that cockpit area to keep the? It's just like same thing traveling in your car. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're strapped in. You're not. You're not tech. You're not going seventy miles an hour. 
Your car is. You're going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Your body isn't. Yeah. Your body's flying through the air at 70, 000, or 70 miles an hour. Your car, the vehicle, you are a vessel in that. Yeah. And you're not feeling any wind or the inertia because you were impacted in your car, right? Right, right. So that's what I'm saying. I think the the what I'm I can't think of the word, but I think the spaceships have like the thrusters or something built inside of it to help with that. That's why when they turn it off and they're not going fast, they're floating. I don't know. I'm speaking out of my ass. (laughs) Um, Anybody got anything else on aliens? I don't have anything else on aliens. Uh, I want us in future episode. We've had a lot of requests. That's why we covered aliens. We had a lot of requests. Yeah, we did get an email because we talked about the... It was when we talked about Tom DeLong, and uh, we did get an email to say, you know, I think you guys should delve more into that. So um, if there is any future requests of anything, you if you like this kind of off-the-wall topic of just discussing uh, aliens in general. We've got paranormal is what um, a few people have reached out to me that they would like to hear from us cover so ghosts i've got a couple of good i think that would be good yeah that'd be a good one too yeah yeah um i think next week we're gonna put four topics up on a poll and uh have you guys vote and see what we want to cover next week um but if you do have a question and have something that you'd like to reach out to us if you're an astrophysicist and are a lot smarter than us and like to be on the podcast if you're bob lazar if you're an alien please if you're you're elon musk we'd really like to have elon musk because we want him to come to amarillo texas and build his teslas here reach out to us at bombcity.lockerroomtalk at gmail.com just ask us a question um as always this is bomb city locker room talk i'm joseph king i'm jared scott james fairchild we'll see you next week and hey always remember the truth is out there